Einhorn to eat their words. Every time that this sort of complaint has been raised about Amazon in the past, and this moment is hardly an aberration in Amazon's history, the company has roared back to prove its doubters wrong. Dubbing Amazon just another, quote, bubble stock, end quote, can seem short-sighted, even foolhardy. Betting against Bezos has never turned out well. Yet is there something new going on with Amazon, something dangerous on a whole new level? Or is this the latest installment in what Bezos has always been selling about his company, that it is so different in its outlook, its operations, and its potential, that it should be judged differently, too? The criticism this time goes beyond the fact that the CEO prefers to invest heavily in what might drive business tomorrow rather than reap profits today. This time, say the critics, Bezos has lost his focus. This time, they say, he is pursuing global domination at the expense of his historic drive to improve the customer experience. Kindle, Prime, AWS, they made absolute sense with the assets Amazon had, says Amazon analyst Scott Devitt of research firm Stifle Financial. But are they still doing things that have a high probability of success, a high long-term return on capital like the old days? That's where there are more questions today than there have been in a while, where you start to scratch your head. Growth is slowing and these other initiatives just aren't taking off. As an investor, you have to ask yourself, is this company doing too many things? Far from merely trying to dominate online retail, this is a business that now does grocery delivery in San Francisco and Los Angeles that produces TV shows starring John Goodman and Gail Garcia Bernal that counts NASA and Netflix as customers of Amazon Web Services that recently acquired Twitch, a live streaming service for video games for around $1 billion that has launched an all-out offensive against e-commerce rival Alibaba on its home turf in China and that, as of December, offers its own branded line of eco-friendly diapers. It might soon even be launching a hotel booking service. How do these increasingly fragmented parts of Amazon fit together? What is Bezos's strategy? These are the questions that people are now flinging at a company famous for its laser-like focus and outrageous efficiency. Bezos has said that his job is to encourage more, quote, bold bets, end quote, and to embrace failure inside the company in pursuit of the big successes that, quote, compensate for dozens and dozens of things that don't work, end quote. That drive and willingness to experiment has made Amazon a formidable competitor. Google chairman Eric Schmidt, for one, has said he considers Amazon to be the search giant's most dangerous rival. For Apple, too, its ambitions with e-commerce, iCloud, and now even devices all run headlong into Amazon's initiatives. But will all of Bezos's risk-taking ultimately pay off? They make no money. Former Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer exclaimed in a recent TV interview, In my world, that's not a real business. I get it if you don't make money for two or three years, but Amazon is, what, 21 years old? 
In many ways, the Fire Phone is the perfect symbol of these opposing perceptions of Amazon. It represents everything proponents love about the company, the wild experimentation, the appetite for risk-taking, as well as everything that critics now deride. Its huge expenditures, its blithe embrace of an imagined future where the big bets pay off, and its inability to create anything with real style. Understanding Amazon's journey to create a smartphone and why it failed is perhaps the best way to understand the company's evolving mission and values as it struggles to unearth its next gusher of revenue. Because the Fire Phone, as with most big innovations inside Amazon, came straight from Bezos's brain. As one founding team leader of the project puts it, this was Jeff's baby. Like every product created at Amazon, the Fire Phone began on a piece of paper, or rather several typed single-spaced pieces of paper that contained a mock-up of a press release for the product that the company hoped to launch some day. Bezos requires employees to write these pretend press releases before work begins on a new initiative. The point is to help them refine their ideas and distill their goals with the customer in mind. The Firephone plan was particularly ambitious, insiders say.